0: For our communion meditation, it will be related somewhat to the Apostles' Creed, which we'll uh, recite together at the end. It's on page 14 in the bulletin. And in the last section, as you know, it says, I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, and then we'll be saying together and focusing a little bit on that we believe in the resurrection of the body and the life everlasting. And as I mentioned earlier in the the introduction, that the Lord told Martha before he had raised Lazarus that he himself was the resurrection and the life. And we believe here in the resurrection because we believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. He is the way and the truth and the life. He is the resurrection and the life who rose victorious over death. And it's important for us, brothers and sisters, to know that our Lord had a normal body, human body, and now has a glorified body with some extraordinary properties. His body was changed, but it is still a body. It's still his body. There is, some physical, there is physical continuity with his old body, but his physical body is now imperishable. It's immortal, it's glorious, it's powerful, and it's spiritual according to 1 Corinthians 15, which is all about the resurrection and the resurrection of the dead in this section verse, beginning in verse 42. The body is sown in corruption. It is raised in incorruption. It is sown in dishonor. It is raised in glory. It is sown in weakness. It is raised in power. It is sown a natural body. It is raised a spiritual body. Now, the disciples were the first to wonder at this. In Luke 24, uh, there were two disciples who were walking with the Lord on the road to Emmaus. And uh, when they reported to uh, the apostles and to the others as they were meeting together, it says in uh, Luke 24, Now, as they said these things, Jesus himself stood in the midst of them and said to them, Peace to you. But they were terrified and frightened and supposed that they had seen a spirit. And he said to them, Why are you troubled? And why do doubts arise in your hearts? So they were probably at this point wondering, is this Jesus? Is is he real? And it goes on, behold, my hands and my feet, that it is I myself. Handle me and see, for a spirit does not have flesh and bones as you see I have. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and his feet. But while they still did not believe for joy and marveled, he said to them, have you any food here? So they gave him a piece of broiled fish and some honeycomb, and he took it and ate it in their presence. And the joy and the confidence and the hope that we also have because of this is that we will also have redeemed bodies, raised immortal and imperishable, freed from the decay that affects the physical world today. The Lord has made this possible, as shown in his own resurrection with a body that transcends uh, the limits of time and and space. And this also teaches us that we are called to be stewards of this body that he has given us, to care for it and to care for the world. Um, The resurrection of the body is evidence that God cares about our bodies, and we are to be growing as better stewards of them. So as we come to the table of the Lord each week, we hear similar words that the Lord gave on the night that he instituted this ceremony. Take, eat, this is my body which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. We remember his real and physical body was broken for us. And so we break the bread. And he took the cup after supper, saying this cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. We are to remember that his blood, which gave life to his mortal body, was shed for us. And then Paul's inspired words stated, For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death till he comes. The Lord Jesus, at his coming, will transform. It says in Philippians 3, At his coming, he will transform our lowly body, that it may be conformed to his glorious body, according to the working by which he is able even to subdue all things to himself. By that great power, he will transform us. Praise God that our lowly bodies will be transformed and conformed to his glorious body. So I'd like to conclude by reciting, before we recite the creed, I'd like to read uh, a brief part of the Westminster Confession on the resurrection. I don't know if it can be said any more succinctly. The bodies of men after death return to dust and see corruption. But their souls, which neither die nor sleep, have an immortal subsistence, immediately return to God who gave them. The souls of the righteous, being then made perfect in holiness, are received into the highest heavens, where they behold the face of God in light and glory, waiting for the full redemption of their bodies. And the souls of the wicked are cast into hell, where they remain in torments and utter darkness, reserved to the judgment of the great day. Besides these two places, for souls separated from their bodies, in Scripture... Scripture acknowledges none. At the last day, such as are found alive shall not die, but be changed, and all the dead shall be raised up with the selfsame bodies and none other, although with different qualities, which shall be united again to their souls forever. The bodies of the unjust shall, by the power of Christ, be raised to dishonor, the bodies of the just, by his Spirit, unto honor, and be made conformable to his own glorious body. Praise God. So as we say the Apostles' Creed together, and then come to the communion table of the Lord, we are declaring together that we believe in the resurrection of the body through Christ Jesus our Lord. And let's remember the hope of our resurrection in the bodily resurrection of our Lord and the hope of our resurrected body. So brothers and sisters in Christ, let's declare together what we believe. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, we do rejoice that we are redeemed by the blood of the Lamb and also that we will be able to rejoice someday in our glorified bodies all because of the resurrection power of our Lord Jesus Christ. O Lord, we worship you as the resurrection and the life, and as we partake of this means of grace that you have given to us, work in us to rejoice and to give thanks and praise to the one who defeated death. For we ask this in the name of Jesus Christ, our Redeemer. Amen.